What's up everyone? My name is Josh. And I'm James. Welcome to a very exciting and special episode of the Two Little Jays this week. Yes, indeed. Special. Very, very special. Um, our admin this week includes uh, the fact that we are live from a very different location. Josh? Yes, that's right. Um, we are currently in a hotel room in Melbourne, of all places. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in James's room in Brisbane this week. Mm-hmm. We've done the uh, the Facebook, the Instagram, the Snapchat updates, updating all our uh, personal personal friends as to what we're doing. But I'm sure, as our loyal listeners, you would already know that because you already uh, follow us and like us. Yeah, and, on uh, all that Twitter, sort of stuff. But uh, yes, that's very exciting. Something a little bit different, a little bit uh, edgy, a little bit fancy, edgy. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, we're joined this week by a very special guest. Indeed, we have John joining us this week. Yes, hey guys, how you doing? So very well, thanks. So John is John is with us this week as it is actually his birthday tomorrow. We're down here yep. for the weekend. To, HB J to celebrate John's it birthday. J number three. Yep. So J-J-J's, I guess J's the triple J's today. Yeah, this weekend for this J's. week only. We're the three little J's, mm. I suppose. Um, Exclusive limited edition week. Limited edition yeah. collector's edition. Yeah. Um, so we uh, have a have a rather appropriate subject this week and I don't think we have a, a guest that could fill in that role any better mm. and that's spontaneous mm. and reckless decisions. Yeah, so uh, the reason that we're down here is very spontaneous and somewhat reckless. But uh, here we are, we've made it down because basically John was coming down here for a bit of a bit of a work shindig. Indeed I was. And, yeah, and um, tell, tell us a little bit about why, why you're down here quickly just John. Uh, so on the uh, Friday night, our our office was up for an uh, award an award ceremony down here in Melbourne. Came down with the with the work crew. That was a great night on Friday. Everyone else left on Saturday. I extended a kick on and just go explore Melbourne for the weekend mm. and managed to convince the two little Jays to get down here with me. Yeah, boom. Jumping on a plane last minute and here we are. Yeah, that's right. Glad you guys made it. Glad we got to do this together. Cheers, mate. We've actually got a couple of glasses here full of uh, various beverages that we're going to... There we go. There we go. Cheers, uh, there we go. Lots of, lots of cheers. I'm uh, drinking Sambuca through a champagne flute right now. So it's keeping me alive. Just yeah. admiring the... Beautiful blue tones. Yeah, just to to, uh, to uh, upgrade the level of class, it's in champagne flute. Yeah, done. Um, worse than the best, baby. So, so on Friday, <clears throat> Josh uh, sent me a text message at one thirty in the afternoon saying, "So, um, do you want to go to, down to Melbourne tonight?" Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Okay." So Boom. three hours a, later, three hours later, we're on a plane on our way down to to meet John. <clears throat> yeah. See him for his uh, birthday weekend. Have, his a, have a lot of fun. We've had two nights in a row so far, and one more to go. One more to go. Then James was a little bit rough around the edges this morning, but he's um, yeah, he's managed to bounce back a little bit and for a semblance of normal. Fortunately, didn't have chunder. Pretty good. Yeah, so, so far, so good. Was a good sign. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully, through. night number yeah. three won't bring that on. But um, <laughs> yeah, we would have to <laughs> say that so far the trip's been great. Um, you know. James and I, and, and, and you as well, John, we absolutely love Melbourne. It's a beautiful city. Very uh, good. Any of our listeners from Melbourne, you are very, very privileged to um, live in such a great city. Yeah, any standout locations so far from you guys, venues? Even though we actually haven't been there together yet, I love... Water slide. No. Oh, no. Um, no. State of Grace and mm. underneath mm. it, Fall from Grace, that mm. really cool hidden underground bar, mm. just hidden by a bookshelf, and you have to walk through the toilets of State of Grace 
find the bookshelf, find the right book, pull the book, and the whole bookshelf removes to reveal a massive underground, really, really cool bar. Cool bar, yeah. Pretty yeah. cool. Melbourne's full of that sort of stuff, too. Yeah. Mm, so awesome. awesome. There's more tonight. More to come, gentlemen. So much more. Josh, your favourite so far? Um, I... I actually find it hard to decide on that. Um, all the venues we've been to uh, so far have been amazing in their own right. Mm. Um, Glad I've taken you to some good Yeah, very excited to see um, what happens tonight as well. Um, I did actually very much enjoy the Woods of Windsor. That was mm. a very nice place. Good um, Good, good staff there, very friendly, very knowledgeable about their craft. Mm. Um, and I also like the, the style of Jungle Boy as well. Mm. And those two are basically... Next door. <laughs> 20 metres from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi for food. That was great. I can't pass that up great. that place. It was just so good. That was amazing. Hell yeah. The Nori Taco. If you're in Melbourne, you need to go to Mr. Miyagi and get a Nori Taco. Definitely. Get there early. Though. Hands there down. There will be a wait. Say will. that we sent you so we might get a discount. So. Yeah. <laughs> the Two Little Jays. And then I'll be... And then I'll have to go in and say, hey, by the way, I'm the host of the Two Little Jays. <laughs> and they'll be like, uh, uh... And then okay, like, you okay. Free, okay, you get free stuff. <laughs> you can get some <laughs> Okay. But uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's been a great trip, and that's probably yeah. one of the most reckless or spontaneous decisions we've made. Certainly in terms yeah, of they, uh, three hours we're on the plane. Yeah, certainly in terms of a money situation, um, it's it's the yeah. most reckless. But um, yeah, it, just the the speed of the decision, the the brisk pace that we had to mm. move to mm. get it into motion, it was uh, it was pretty crazy. But it's definitely been worth it. So. Would definitely recommend spontaneous holiday out to Melbourne. Everyone was told so far has definitely respected us for it, I think. Would recommend out of 10. Done. That's a good rating. But uh, yeah, so let's move on uh, away from James and myself for a minute mm -hmm. uh, and move on to John. We said he was a great uh, guest to tell us about some spontaneous and reckless stories. So mm. John, I believe you've got one of your first three stories for us. Yeah, actually. Uh, so this takes us over to Thailand the mecca of recklessness Love. and lawlessness. Yes. It's a wonderful place. First one was, uh, we're in a place called Khao San Road in Bangkok. And it's basically a street of just nightlife, lots of bars, lots of commotion, lots going on, but no rules whatsoever. Sorry to interrupt you there, John. Josh is trying to sneakily open a bloody <laughs> minty wrapper. Just hurry up and do it, mate. Okay, it's open. There we go, okay. So that was the crap. I'm trying to not inter interrupt the story, but then yep. you just did yep. it. Ruin the flow. <laughs> no, that's good. Please continue, oh, John. That was great. So we, uh, we got there, decided we need to go have some lunch, go to this restaurant. We're, um, pretty, we're walking down the street mm. doing what you do in Thailand, which is uh, take advantage of the fact that you can drink anywhere. So we're buying these cheap, oversized beers, walking down the street, walk up to this restaurant. How and, big are uh, these beers? They're probably about a 700 mil. Oh, and how much are they? They would be in Australian dollars, maybe two, three dollars. You just buy them from yes. the Seven Eleven, so you can cruise around, yes. cruise around the streets, explore. By the time you finish, you're at another Seven Eleven, so you can, awesome. it's just it's it's uh, unlimited. It's great. Uh, we go to this restaurant, we get there, and uh, what we thought was a restaurant, I think, might have been a nightclub because there was these two massive bouncers in suits standing out the front, telling us we can't take drinks in there, which is the first thing I've ever heard happen in Bangkok. Maybe they were just scallywags. <laughs> Maybe they just stand out the front and be like, no, you can't take drinks in there, boys. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna have to give your drinks to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
oh, look at these white boys. Let's fuck with them. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the, uh, there were these two guys uh, in front of us doing the exact same thing we found out with these two tallies, these two massive brus lords from uh, Canada. <laughs> so we, uh, we get there at the same time, get told the same thing. So all of us, all four of us are just standing in a circle at the entrance of this place, just <laughs> trying to smash these beers to get in. We end up chatting with them, become best mates with them, do the whole of Cowsad Road together with them. And uh, we're walking along, we uh, see these two girls just sitting at a restaurant table outside mm. at one point, and they, we all immediately just go down and just sit down around these girls having dinner and just start talking to them. And uh, I had a girlfriend at the time, so I wasn't really overly you know, uh, interested in that. So I got bored after a little while, got up and went to 7-Eleven. I come back out and everyone's gone. I'm like, where the hell are you guys? Yeah. I can't get them on the phone. So I just go exploring Cowsad Road by myself. Um, lost them for a while. Got is it dangerous? Uh, overly no. No, I had no trouble. Um, mm. it, it can definitely be dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. But everybody has, I think, this this perception before they go to Bangkok, before they go to Thailand, that you're going to get scammed and everyone's out to get you and that sort of thing. There's definitely that there, but it's not nearly as bad, I don't think, as what people think. Mm. Uh, especially if you've got your wits about you, you know what you know, you know what you're doing. But uh, turns out I've probably gone for two, three hours looking for these guys, just having fun exploring. Finally, get them on the phone. I'm like, "Where the hell are you guys?" And they're like, "Dude, we never left. We were at the same spot. Where the fuck are you?" Turns, what? Out, turns out they were still at the restaurant talking to yeah. those girls, which was directly opposite the Seven Eleven that I went across the road into. Yeah, and I was just that blind that I just, literally just couldn't, couldn't find them. them. And I was out doing my thing for a couple <laughs> of hours. Anyway, finally got in this. Uh, it's probably about five in the morning, and going back to the Holiday Inn, get in this cab, and the streets of Bangkok are usually just shockers. But at yeah. that hour, it was clear. So this guy, I'm I'm pretty wasted, sitting in the back of this cab. He's flying down these streets at I don't know 80, 90 k's an hour for the most part, oh. and I'm just sort of in the back, just kind of in a daze, just just I'm just like just get me there. Yeah. So um, just anyway, drunk I sort of I sort of have my eyes closed. At least it feels like it. All of a sudden, the it's like the whole car implodes. It's just like this huge explosion of noise, and all the every window in the car like shattered in. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? It got knocked around, hit my head. Turns out this guy was flying down the street, and got we got t-boned by a car coming out of a side street. Car ah. like sort of gets flipped around, not flipped, but swerves around, probably ninety degrees. I'm really wasted and sort of dazed. Stumble out of the car eventually. By the time I get out of the car, this huge crowd of Thais have like formed and they're all yelling Thai and stuff. And they say that pretty much if you're if you're a tourist, like the Thais will always have the Thais back in any confrontation. So you never have an argument, never fight a Thai because you will always lose. The police will come. They'll take you in. They'll they'll take you for everything you're worth. Just you know, make you pay you know five ten grand um, just to get out of the police station most of the time. Uh, so. I'm dazed, not really know what's going on. I see all these, all these ties just like there. I get out of the cab, I look around, and they're all there talking about themselves. Then they look at me, they start yelling at me. I'm like, oh shit! I just leg it, yeah. bolt down the sides, she just sprint away from the scene. I was, no one was even chasing me. They were like, they're probably just like, oh, are you okay? But I was just like freaking out, ran yeah. down the street, got in another cab, got to the hotel, <laughs> made it home alive. <laughs> but it was, it was intense. Whoa. That's crazy. It's what narrowly avoided uh, death, death, and uh, jail, jail, and a number of fees. 
Damn. Mm. That's late than video store late fees. <laughs> Damn. So would you recommend being in a car crash? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> would not recommend no. at it. Not recommend. <laughs> but still better than being in a tuk-tuk crash. <laughs> well, you got a le- lot less uh, protection with those ones, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Have you been in a tuk-tuk crash? Um, nah. No. Have you seen one? Been in many a tuk-tuk. Um, I haven't seen a tuk-tuk crash. No, they're, they're pretty, uh, they're actually, they're pretty agile, those guys. Mm. Speaking of uh, cars and crashes, there has been occasions where, I'm not proud to admit this, but I'm going to, sometimes... I'll run across the road just to get the adrenaline pumping before I go into a club. <laughs> I mean, a minor offence of jaywalking. Yeah. Just do the, the, do the frogger thing. Just dodge cars as they're yeah. cruising down the street. Through the trucks. <laughs> and really get the adrenaline And the lily pads at the end. Or was that the, what's the start of it? The end of it. The lily pads are at the end, aren't they? Of the frogger? We were talking about frogger. I think so. Yeah. Jumping on the lily pads. Yeah. Awesome. Um, <laughs> that's Josh is like awesome story guys <laughs> um, that's not really something I do I don't really need to get my kicks by uh, jumping on lily pads jumping no not jumping in front of uh, cars or lily pads that matter I get my kicks from not having my coffee in the morning <laughs> oh no, I'm just kidding man go on man <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't get kicks from not having your coffee in the morning you just don't Zero function <laughs> yeah no functions you get my kicks from not wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's... Uh, some I do wear my seatbelt at all times. Oh, good man. Some, By the way. <laughs> some small civil disobedience that's from James dangerous. of uh, jaywalking when he wants to get a little bit of a rush. Do you yeah, have man, anything like that you like to just do a little bit of to get a little bit of a rush? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Sometimes, uh, and this was just after Bangkok, Thailand, skipped over to Cambodia. Mm. And um, I had heard that sometimes if you need a little bit more adrenaline than the old uh, Frogger car dash. Mm. You can shoot rocket launchers in the uh, yeah. Cambodian that jungle. Awesome. <laughs> so um, after a little bit of exploring, we uh, we found the um, Cambodian military base in, uh, which city was it? Is this top secret, John? Should you be sharing this with the public? Oh, don't worry. It's at an undisclosed location about five miles out from the city. Um, I can't remember the city name anyway, so it's going to be even more off-grid. But uh, <laughs> yeah. we got a tuk-tuk. But John's been there. He took oh, us there. yet. We haven't finished the story. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to go there. Yeah. Here we go. Let's find out. Let's yeah. find out. I'm Let's find out if John gets in it. The tuk-tuk. <laughs> we arrive at this. We have no idea where we're going at this point, actually. We're just like, can you take us to the spot where we shoot big guns? And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tuk-tuk driver <laughs> takes us there. Um, we get to the military base. Uh, a couple of dudes in full camo suits and um, AK-47s wave us around um, yeah. the, the back. We go around the back and there's a couple of just like really chilled out army dudes sitting around doing nothing in this little hut that is lined wall to wall, floor to ceiling with really big guns. Sounds <laughs> like public service workers. I was like, wow. Oh. <laughs> so um, first thing we did was I got to shoot a, what was it, an M4, M4A1 carbine? Assault rifle at some mm. um, people. <laughs> at some small animals. <laughs> no, no, uh, no fauna this time. It was just uh, a couple of watermelons with the with the M4. Just flora. That was cool. <laughs> that was cool. Surprisingly minimal kick. I can see why it's a it's a military weapon. It's a, mm. it's an effective killer. Um, <laughs> after that, really wanted to give the the RPG a go because that's something that. 
I just really don't like my chance of being able to do back here in uh, Brizzy or Melbourne for that matter. No. Um, and what what's the option that they give you with the RPG? The option. The additional option. The additional option. What can you fire the RPG at? Oh shit! <laughs> That's right. So I didn't ask, but I have been told by many a people before I got there with yeah. it. For a little bit extra, you can fire said RPG at a cow. <laughs> yeah. That's a thing. Oh, also, oh, no. another option for your assault rifles is you can shoot chickens if you want some, like, moving targets mm. as well. They're, they're pretty cheap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this cow is presumably alive. Oh, yeah. And it's just standing. He's <laughs> like, yeah. Move! <laughs> and it's just Bam, standing. Bam. Okay, that's, uh, yeah. that's really something. And then, and then it's this red mist. It's just neck minute vaporized. <laughs> Shit. Not that I saw that in the flesh. Yeah, chunks of steak okay. falling from the sky. <laughs> Lands. Anyway, keep going with the story, John. Um, so yeah, no, didn't do that. Um, but we uh, and didn't even do the RPG, unfortunately. Mm. Sorry, that was a bit anticlimactic. Sorry. They we got there sure. and <laughs> 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 we got there and uh, I want to do that one, the, oh, shit, the big it. one. And they're like, "Oh, no bullet, no bullet." Like, what do you mean, no bullet? This is a military base. <laughs> they're like, "We're fresh out." I'm sorry, no oh, robbers. <laughs> so the last, the last American <laughs> just shot the last cow in the RPG. <laughs> Shut up, let's go. So I had to take the consolation prize, which was a, uh, I got two rounds with a grenade launcher. That's cool. Um, to do the uh, assault rifles, we can do that on site, but any incendiaries, we have to travel about two hours out of town. How much was it to do both of these, by the way? So I, from memory, the RPG was 500 US dollars a shot, which was, I couldn't do. Ooh, plus 500 for a cow. Oh, I don't think if you want too much more. It's like oh, if yeah. you get the RPG, it's oh. just a little bit extra. <laughs> just a little upsell wow. to get a cow. <laughs> it's like getting the larger Maccas. <laughs> like you're already paying for the bulk. It's just an extra 50 cents. Mm. Yeah. So, and the and M4? So, oh, the M4 was about, um, I think, it was about a dollar. Yeah, so 30 US dollars for a clip of 30 rounds. For mm. 30 rounds? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but you go through that. Real quick. It's a, yeah. Um, it's, it's not a... It's an assault rifle. Mm, yeah. Fully automatic. Yeah, automatic, yeah. yeah. Okay. But you can... So you'd be like... Well, it's got it's got a semi-automatic mode, so it's just um, one at a time. Is it a burst? It's got burst fire, yeah. as well as full full unload the clip. Mm. Full automatic, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, well... And then the, uh, the grenade launcher. Yeah, so that one... Um, I was haggling with them for quite a while trying to get the price down. So they were $250 US uh, per shot. So I got two shots for the 500. Mm. Um, I actually got them down a fair bit from there as well. That was starting price. But that took a while. The sun was starting to go down. They actually said, no, we can't do it because we've got to go drive so far. Sun's mm. about to go down. I'm like, mate, this is my last day here. I've got all these US dollars. Was it actually your last day? It was, yeah. We're flying yeah. out of to the next city um, next morning. Mm. And... Um, I guess they really love US dollars. So they, uh, <laughs> they, made it, they made it happen. They called another cab driver because we could not get there in a tuk-tuk. The tuk-tuk driver, we paid eight US dollars for the entire day. That's and awesome. um, so we had to drive two hours there, two hours back with another cabbie. And, he, and the tuk-tuk driver's like, oh, no, I'll just wait here until you get back, you know, four or five hours. And we're like, he's so not going to hang around. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he, he did. He did yeah. the whole time. <laughs> the whole time we, we got back and the tuk-tuk driver's still there to our surprise getting pissed with the other military dudes that are there. They're just like, because we got back sort of after dark, you know, they're just getting drunk. Yeah. But um, I digress. We're in this cab. Uh, the cabbie is like, I'll oh, get us there quick. 
he cruises at way too fast along this literally dirt road, gets us there at the two hour drive, gets us there in 40 minutes. Shaz and I are in the back just drinking beers. It's one military dude with us. We get out there and uh, it's only a really small, really small grenade mm. launcher, but it packs a punch. It's just Toom! and it just flies for about a kilometer and hits the ground like so far away and it's this huge just explosion but you see it it's totally silent for half a second because it's that far away and all of a sudden it's just this huge crack that echoes through the entire valley it's it sounds mm. like uh if a lightning bolt hit the ground maybe a hundred meters in front of you it's that's, insane that's loud it, that's it, very loud yeah. yeah and this was a lot further away than that that Ooh. might make a small child shit themselves <laughs> <laughs> most probably <True. laughs> So did that twice. It was really cool. Jumped yeah. in the cab, flying back, and uh, we get halfway back and we stop the car randomly. And um, military dude gets out and just starts throwing up on the side of the road. We're like, "What the hell is wrong with him?" The cabbie turns around and says, "Oh, he's just really hung over from the night before." Yeah. <laughs> and this is already about nighttime by this point. So <laughs> shit. Anyway, we get what back. A <laughs> we get back to the military base, and everyone there is just getting drunk. Mm. So they give us free beers. We're drinking beer with these um, Cambodian army officers. They're trying to talk to us in Khmer. We don't understand a word they're saying. They keep trying. They end up giving us all these guns. I've got photos with them holding like golden plated AK-47s and all the all these guns. Just yes. getting drunk with them. That was a. That was and your tuk tuk driver's still there getting hammered with him. He was still there. He drove us home after all that. <laughs> oh, after he got hammered. <laughs> yeah. Did you wow. go on a straight line at all? Or? Uh, no, they never really go on a straight line. <laughs> oh. They're too busy just darting through the traffic. <laughs> oh, wow. But uh, yeah, you got to stay in record time. Mm. And in one piece. And for only $8. Yeah, for, low, low price for the entire day. Everything except weaponry, I think, is super cheap in Cambodia. It's, it's really cool. Mm. Cool place. Mm. Only James' next holiday destination. Well, <clears throat> so, oh, so we mentioned this a little bit earlier in our uh, episode, two? In episode two, where we were talking about something, you know, something else that just gives you some kicks, getting a bit of a kick. Well, it was it was less. Well, I suppose it is giving you a kick, but it's less um doing it to sort of get the blood rushing and more just to. Be reckless and an idiot, and that is. But it's not necessarily. It's not necessarily the decision to be reckless and an idiot, but rather making the decision because of FOMO or yeah, probably because FOMO. Of probably FOMO. Just want to be young, enjoy life. Yeah. So, uh, going out the night before an exam. Yeah, Josh this is something that um, James and I have done uh, mm. a fair bit. Have you, have you done that, John? Partaken, John? I can't say I've been that stupid. <laughs> sorry, you've sorry, not partaken in the partete before an exam. I'll uh, take that as a compliment, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, exactly uh, it, it is uh, in retrospect. I'm high five on that one. <laughs> yes. In retrospect, it is probably a pretty stupid idea sitting uh, sitting here sober in a hotel room. Um, John's not. Neither sober. of us are sober. We had vodkas for breakfast. We actually did. Uh, that's true. We had Bloody um, Marys for breakfast. Relatively sober. It's not such a good idea. But uh, at the time, you know, it seems like a good idea. You're like, oh, I'll just go out for a couple of hours, you know, sort of have fun. It'll wear me out a little bit, so I'll sleep better or something. I don't know what you tell yourself. But any excuse will do. Any excuse will do. As long as you can justify it to yourself, it's a good idea. I think about it like... Well, it's always a good idea at the time. Yeah, yeah. the way I justify it is if I've been working all semester, then I'm ready for this exam tomorrow. But most but of the time, I've not worked all semester, all semester so... <laughs> the night before I'm the exam is the only work you do. 
sometimes. I actually used to, used to study really hard all semester, do all my work, have a great time learning, and then I was like, you know what? I'm comfortable. I'm relaxed. I'm all good. I'm ready to go for this exam tomorrow. Not anymore. <laughs> now I'm sixth year. I'm like, nah, can't be fucked all semester. So then it comes down to like three days before the exam, and I'm like, pretty sure I got an exam in three days. I should probably study for that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> and then I go do something. Yeah. And then, uh, I, I, was, I was like that towards the end of my degree as well. I, I really didn't care all John, that much. John's just pouring himself another Sam Booker shot here. And Black we're now, Sam Booker. Off, we're now Sam Booker. out of Sam Booker. Should be called Blue Sam Booker. Because it should be. Dark blue. Mm. Beautiful. Color. And, and it's now completely smells out. beautiful, tastes beautiful. And we are now out. It of is it. beautiful. And we are now out of it. And we are now going out. I'll get another bottle. Thank you, John. Five. That's a great one to throw around. Uh, Don't throw it. Don't throw it. Glass top. (laughs) But um, yeah, it it is a reckless idea. But um, I don't know if you can if you can pull it off. If you're one of those people that can operate without much sleep, or you're confident for the exam, or you're just completely screwed, so it won't make a difference. Yeah. uh, Then, or if you've been taking that, uh, what's it called? The limitless drug. Modafinil. Modafinil. You've been smashing modafinil. You're all sweet. <laughs> uh, so I wouldn't recommend it, but, oh, you know, feel um, free. The two little J's do not recommend the uh, consumption of illicit substances <laughs> or prescription substances or... Without, subs- prescription. without, without prescription. prescription. That's right. Just That's get right. your prescription. If, if you, need <laughs> if you it, need to take drugs that are prescription-based, have a prescription. We don't condone the consumption of illicit substances. End disclosure. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, we wouldn't recommend it, but or excessive alcohol consumption. It has its and it has it has its perks sometimes. Going out the night before an exam, but risk and reward probably not worth it. Nah, definitely worth it. Okay. How many times have you Mate, guys done? You've that? passed you several. You are several. So, many so Josh has changed job too. That's part of the reckless decision decision we've made to uh, come down this weekend, working with a bank. Soon, mm-hmm. gone from financial planning to a uh, a big bank. He's going to be there. So, mate, I wouldn't even worry. You went out <laughs> nights before your exams. Now you're going to be working and, at the bank, and it managed to pay off somehow. So, um, so don't even worry. Enjoy your life. Who cares? I'm, I'm, I'm a, I suppose I'm a relatively speaking a success story. I'm someone who managed to pull it off, but against was all some, odds, again, again, <laughs> against, against all odds, there were some close calls there. Yeah. But um, I'm, I still haven't pulled it off yet. <laughs> still, okay. On that note, actually, you're still a rookie. What uh, what were your grades for those exams where you did go out the night before? I was still pretty good. Um, I don't think it really Pass. made a difference. Pass. Really. Yeah, right, right on. Pass. Full full four. Falls open doors. <laughs> it was it was a full four. <laughs> Solid. Well, so in Australia, it's out seven and four is a pass. Anyone who's not from Australia. Mm. So I guess the moral of the story is uh, just keep kicking on. Just, just be you. Just do it. Just do you. Just Sometimes do uni is not even the best way to achieve success. It's true. Depends what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some, as you guys know, sometimes it get kind of deep. So you know, it doesn't. You don't. You don't have to go to uni to be successful. Some people get. In fact, a lot of people I know are far, like the, some of the most successful people I know dropped out of uni. In fact, the majority of successful people I know didn't go to uni. There you go. There you go. But yeah. uh, on the note of education, James, you have a story for us regarding <laughs> um, something that is Post-education. a long, a long tradition in Australia, yes. or a lot of countries actually, uh, once mm-hmm. you finish your final year of schooling. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, 
uh, most of our listeners are probably Australian, uh, but for those of you who aren't, uh, we have what's called schoolies, which is where you finish your grade 12, it's your final year of school. Leavers. It stands for school leavers. So it's when you finish your final year of high school or or uh, whatever your equivalent is from wherever you is are. That what it stands for? Yeah, it stands for school leavers. Were you a red frog, mate? No. <laughs> I didn't actually go to schoolies. I'm one of the very few people who didn't go to schoolies. I thought you were and a red frog, weren't you? Everyone who I've just told studied hard. Far, yeah, yeah, everyone I've told who I said I didn't go to schoolies have all think, thought I'm a complete weirdo. <laughs> like, what did you do instead? And I said, well, work mainly. And they're like, oh, <laughs> comments, comments. I'm like, you know. You should have gone, mate. Yeah, mate, who even are you? Like, just go. This is news to me. No, 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 just go as a tool. That's why I'm being so reckless now. I think I need to make another hotel room now. Yeah, we need to change rooms. I just don't feel comfortable anymore. <laughs> That's fine. This one's already paid for. You can go. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Foiled. Um, so, schoolies is basically a week after high school mm. where you spend the whole week doing various activities that shave years off your life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, you well, risk your life many times. What, what, what better way to uh, celebrate the start of your life than to ruin it? If you don't, if, <laughs> yeah, if you don't pl- plank on a ledge and fall off and die, then you, know, you might do something that shaves years off your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but it, my story quite, was... It's quite notorious, though, for uh, young, mostly underage people getting really drunk, doing really inappropriate sometimes illegal things mm. and it just is a complete cesspool mainly at least for us i know a lot of people from other parts of australia go up to surface paradise as well but for people from uh you know south queensland southeast queensland like us it's it's 95 percent of people go to surface paradise which is yeah. a pretty seedy place at the best of times so yeah. indeed i don't know how the residents handle that week honestly no. the residents of surface mm. it must be hard but um Josh and I, a little hint for you guys, we're actually thinking of bringing you an episode from Schoolies later on. Mm. So my schoolies, my schoolies dream or nightmare, depending on how it goes, will uh, come true later this year potentially. Yeah, very well. soon. It's like a month away. Mm. So you're welcome mm. to come, John. Yeah, John's welcome to join oh, us. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. I mean, we may as well have three guys that stick out like sore thumbs. It's really <laughs> super old and yeah, a bunch yeah. of 17-year-olds in a completely not creepy way. <laughs> we need to do a deal to get the wristbands. Are you guys 17? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're 17. We just finished yeah. school. Oh, by the way, I need to file my tax return. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That just reminded me. <laughs> well. Um, so my story is, it, it's not a reckless, too much of a reckless decision. Actually, I'll tell a little bit more of the story. So my schoolies story is basically, I didn't, I wasn't going to schoolies. Um, I missed the start and I hadn't planned anything. I was talking about it to a couple of people for a little bit and we didn't do anything. Anyway, I was sitting at a Starbucks at Chermside, which is on the north side of Brisbane, which is where I grew up, and uh, talking to a couple of people in Starbucks friends of mine from school, and I was like, I bumped into them. I was like, hey, how you doing? They're like, oh, you're not schoolies. Oh, yeah, I'm not schoolies either. Here we go. Had a bit of a chat, and I said, tell you what, why don't we go to schoolies tomorrow? And the other guy was like, yeah, right. So then I said, okay, good, pack your bag, we're going to schoolies tomorrow morning. And so then, sure enough, we drove down the coast the next day. Boom, down to schoolies, and that was such a liberating moment. It's one of the first times when, you know, you're, you're growing, you're starting to grow up and you move away from your family, you know, like you kind of, you're away from, from your main family for a while. Some people have that experience earlier, but 
most of the time here I kind of feel like it's schoolies. That's like one of those times. So it's like a smaller version of this. Yeah, yeah, it's like an, an it's, intro. It's, it's only an life. hour drive as opposed to a, a two and a half hour flight. Two and a half hour flight, but uh, yeah, it's still still significant. I actually um, to say I didn't go to schoolies isn't entirely true. I did go on a day trip down one day on the Wednesday of the Queensland schoolies week. Um, so for those of you who aren't uh, from the Queensland, New South Wales area, uh, Queensland finishes their term a week before New South Wales. Mm -hmm. uh, so Queensland have their schoolies week and then New South Wales have their schoolies week straight after. A lot of people who live in northern New South Wales or even Sydney come up to Surface Paradise to do their schoolies. And the thing with New South Wales people as well, and Queensland will eventually catch up now they've brought in prep, but Queensland schoolies are 17 when they go, but mm -hmm. New South Wales schoolies are 18. So it's a significantly different mm -hmm. week because they can get into bars and clubs and things. And in the future, very soon, it will be, they'll all be 18. Everyone will be 18 <laughs> soon. So it'll probably change the face of schoolies again. Definitely, because uh, people will be going to clubs all night. Yeah, so I went down for a day trip to uh, visit some mates on the Wednesday of the Queensland schoolies week. Mm. And what I saw... <laughs> During the day, with the sun up, the yeah. aftermath of the night before, it was all in plain sight and the, you know, hot summer sun. It, yeah. it was, uh, I was kind of glad I didn't pay all yeah. that money for a full week. I was, I was quite a well-behaved fellow back in school. Um, and then I went to schoolies and I was kind of like, oh, this is a little bit confronting at times. But, man, not anymore. I don't give a fuck. I'm completely different. But, um... Yeah, I remember when I rocked up to schoolies because I actually didn't have a place to stay with this guy. So we drove down to um, Surfers Paradise and we didn't have a place, zero place. That I had a spontaneous, I like that. Yeah, so um, my friend was, so yeah, I was just like, let's go tomorrow. We drove down, we're like, we didn't have a place, that's okay. My friend told me he, we could like stay with him for a little bit. I was like, okay. So um, I called my friend and he goes, oh, he tells us the building that he's in. He's like, all right, so we parked this car, we walk over there, this building is honestly the oh it's the, it was the shittiest hostel looking building that I've seen. It was the island. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the islander. The islander. That's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. They were on the top level. Oh, okay. nice penthouse view. Still bad. Still bad. It's like one room, one single bed. Okay, oh, one penthouse. single bed. There's yeah. already four people staying there, and there's already <coughs> vomit everywhere. Yeah, and this and and so I I rocked up, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I was like, where are we gonna stay? And he goes, oh, we're just gonna take shifts on the bed. Ooh. What? So who gets the, oh, who gets the, the shift on the bed Someone's of like? Of like the early night when everyone's like actually drinking and partying, it's like, oh shit, it's my turn on the bed. I have to sleep because <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to again. Pretty much. Um, I mean, maybe maybe we can tell me more of these stories when it's actually schoolies week. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll but we'll leave it. We'll leave it. There, I'll leave the rest of my story to uh, to, to for that. To our so I'll come schoolies I'll come episode back to this schoolies episode exactly. So um. Why may I made some reckless decisions? Wait until our schoolies episode to find out what happened on my schoolies trip because that's going to be exciting. Yeah. Um, so Hopefully, you might be able to join us for that one as well, John. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you've got a couple of schoolies stories. We'll try and make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can make a few more. Well, Josh so, and I will make it happen. So, any, so any people, listeners currently in grade 12 who are thinking of going to schoolies down the surface paradise and you see three old guys. Walking around, uh, us, just ask if it's pot potentially, potentially with the microphone, asking people to asking people weird questions. 
come over and say hi because that's be us. us. Yeah. Hopefully it's us. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be someone who's listened to this podcast and is pretending to be us. Yeah. In which case, they're just a crazy person. In which case, we'll... I don't know, we'll sort it out. We'll just have, um, a, we'll, just have we'll, a, we'll create shirts. We'll have oh, an no, awkward we fight with them. We'll, we'll, have, we'll like, have to do hey, something. Hey, you, don't pretend to be us. <laughs> and then that, oh, that no. arm gesture was more It was like, supposed to be awkward. Oh, okay. <laughs> I okay. thought you were about to like challenge them to a rap battle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. John, you're, right. a, you're a resident. We'll, 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 we'll sort something. We'll sort something out. But yeah. um, yeah. regardless, that's cool. We'll, we'll see. We'll see you there. coming up. We'll see you there. All right. Well, um, we've only got one story actually go. you know, yeah. for uh, our episode this week, and we're going back to you, John. Oh yes, this one is probably my most reckless. I think. Love it. I'd have to say. I already love the story. <laughs> so this one right, takes we'll us to. Uh, <laughs> this one takes us to Copenhagen. The island of Copenhagen, where they hold the infamous full moon parties. Um, it's in the that in archipelago of islands just off um, the coast of Thailand. Thailand. Yeah. And uh, it's where, so Copenhagen specifically is where the, from memory, where the full moon party phenomenon started. And it's one of the best parties in the on the planet. Awesome. Really cool. Um, so we did that. On the way there, though... So, so no comparison to Corey's. Oh. <laughs> what was his name? Corey... Corey Worthington. Worthington. I think that was a tosser. I loved his interview with Channel 7, though. That was hilarious. <laughs> I, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he's like, no, didn't want to apologise. just telling the news, like, re- news reporter just how it was. It's just like, no, I'm not doing that. She's like, you no, I don't apologise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a lad. <laughs> It's always as good as that dog, uh, this is that guy doing the dog barking. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, oh. The, old, the old guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, oh, Jesus. That escalated real right, quick. All right, we're going to watch that after this. Um, so, uh, so, so, yeah, the full moon party is uh, obviously only on the full moon uh, each month, specifically on the co- the sorry, the beach of, oh, I forget the name, Hardrin, Hardrin Beach. On Copenhagen, mm. massive party, a lot of fun. But uh, on the way there, going through Bangkok, we met these a uh, couple of British dudes who live in um, in Bangkok. That was awesome. They showed us uh, a side of Bangkok that you know a regular tourist wouldn't see. So that was really cool. One of the things they told us uh, while we were with them was that they happened to be at the full moon party just the previous full moon, and they were telling my mate uh, that you can get on a you can get on a boat and travel from Hardrin Beach over to another more secluded beach and there's a few little resorts and bars there. It's way more chilled out. Um, and uh, you can go up to one of the bars and talk to the bartender and ask him for the special menu. And oh, yes. the special menu is pretty much a smorgasbord of anything illegal you could imagine. <laughs> and um, <coughs> I suppose at this point we should uh, say that the two little J's and the guest speakers do not condone taking <laughs> drugs in Thailand. This is yeah. a lot of disclaimers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Disclaimer, heavy episode. Should we call them disclaimers <laughs> yeah, we'll have and to, reckless? We'll have, to, we'll have to get our uh, legal team onto this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so. Oh, me. That's me. <laughs> That's well, on the legal team. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. Sorry, I'll play on. that wrong. Um, what they did tell us, though, is that this beach that they were talking about, you can't get there by land. You, it's so secluded, you can only get there by jumping on this rickety old wooden boat oh. on the Hardrin on Hardrin Beach, 
powered by this rusty old diesel engine in the middle of the night. So we jump in this thing powered by two little, just run by two little um, uh, Thai guys. And the thing is, you have to pay a fair bit of money to do it unless you get sort of six people, a group of six together, and then you can just split it for the trip. So you have to wait there for a while, find a group, and then jump on this boat. And they take you out. I thought it was just zipping around to the next beach. They go right out into the ocean. So we're sitting on this thing, not really knowing what's going on. It looks like it's going to break down, feels like it's going to break down or capsize at any moment or yeah. any one scenario that is ultimately, the only way you can see it ending is uh, us being eaten by sharks. So <laughs> we're, cruising, yeah. we're cruising out in the middle of the night. The beach and the party is getting further and further away and quieter and quieter to the point where we're pretty much just out at sea in the middle of the night and the waves are pretty big and our boat is pretty small. <laughs> oh. uh, so it was, wow, yeah, yeah. That was that was an interesting experience. We're getting like hit by the spray of the um, of these waves, just getting drenched. Oh. Eventually, they curve around and we do make it to this little beach alive. Jump Thank out. God. You probably thought you were going to die. You thought you were going to get eaten by sharks. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So but you made it. Made it to You're the beach. you today. Made it to the beach, yeah. Made it out alive. Even yeah. made it back again. We had to come back, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. But we, we made it up to this site. It was actually a really cool um, bar up there in the, on, off the, you have to sort of climb up these, this cliff face on the edge of the island. Did those two, two Thai guys have a monopoly on that trip? Monopoly. Uh, Are they the only people like? No, there's actually there's a ferrying people. There's a couple of boats that do it, but uh, yeah, <laughs> the thing with the boats is you really they kind of do have the monopoly. Like, see, even once we got there, we're like, okay, now we're stranded here. It's the only boat here. They could take us for all we're worth now, just to get back to the other beach because there's no way off the island other than that boat right there, you know. Yeah, and there's. There's no rules or checks and balances <laughs> as far as most of our Thailand's concerned. So um, that was still a worry, even once we made it back to dry land. We anyway, went up to this um, really cool little uh, bar that's literally perched on top of this cliff on the edge of the island, just looking out over the, over the sea, which was awesome. Found the special menu. My mate was really happy. <laughs> he got some really high-quality cocaine. Um, came back down onto the... Yeah. Came back down onto the onto the beach, had to wait there for. Just got something. You were gonna say something? What other stuff was on the special menu? You said that there was uh, pretty much anything illegal you can think of. So from memory, um, not that I partook or bought anything, but I did see there was uh, uh, MDMA or uh, methylene dioxymethamphetamine. Uh, there was. I'm pretty sure there was. Uh, definitely mushrooms, weed. And there might have been a little bit of acid too. Man, it sounds like a real. So it was just drugs. I sounds thought, like know, a real menu. Like you could buy like guns and stuff or something like that. Uh, Anything you desire can be purchased <laughs> from this store, <laughs> and they just pull it out of like a Mary Poppins bag. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, you know, well, it's an island. They could probably hide stuff anywhere. Oh, they can actually. There was a few interesting other places that we went to. We went to this little cafe in the middle of the island, and they were serving mushroom milkshakes there, like proper magic mushroom milkshakes. And mm. even over there, even marijuana is super illegal in Thailand. But at this cafe, people were... You go to jail, don't you? Well, technically, yes. But <laughs> in realistically, no. You just get bribed for a shitload of money. Or blackmailed for a shitload of money. Right. Yeah. So, at least if you're, you're a tourist. Yeah. Um, not and so then much. they smoke it themselves? 
No, they usually give it back to the drug dealers so that they can go do it again. Huh. Yeah, they're all in cahoots. Fair. Mm. Um, but yeah, this one particular cafe, people were just openly smoking, like, bloody foot-long joints in the cafe. That's was, awesome. It was incredible to see. Mm. Um, anyway, back to the island. Yeah, yeah, keep going. So, or the beach, I should say. So we get back to the, um, back to the boat and uh, there's no one there. The boat's still there. No. There's no one there. You so, saw the boat. Well, we tried to, but uh, we couldn't get the engine started. <laughs> so we had to sit there for another half an hour and eventually a group of people came over, some more tourists, and we were able to afford a trip back to uh, back to civilization again, back to the full moon party. So the guys took us back, um, spent a little while thinking I was going to get eaten by sharks again, <laughs> made it back to the party though, Yeah. and um, survived the night. Yes. Tell us more about the party. So it's basically a stretch of beach, maybe two kilometers long, say, yeah. and the whole way along the beach, there are all resorts. It's actually really beautiful during the day. It's amazing. Um, but at night, it's just a mess. <laughs> at night, it is a rave with sand. What? It's awesome. So all of the resorts, which are you know typical like uh, you know, island resort style scenario during the day, at night they turn into these big room clubs and every, uh, every, pretty much every resort are uh, just cranking out tunes with DJs um, onto the, projecting it onto the beach. So mm -hmm. everyone's like sort of inside on the club, in the, in, in the club, above it as well on like the mezzanine level, these big balconies mm -hmm. that open out onto and look over the beach and everything. But in the, for the full moon party specifically, the whole beach from the resort to the water's edge is just packed full of people and they have um, fire twirlers and uh, fireworks going off on the beach. They have, um, they light ropes on fire and people can skip flaming <laughs> ropes. It's so dangerous. We saw one guy who was just oh. in tears. He had, uh, fell down on, on the rope and burnt his, um, burnt his back. And one of the girls who were with was a nurse. So she, um, she had some supplies. She took him in and was sort of, cleaning him up and she said that just layers of flesh were just coming off him as oh. she was as she was yeah cleaning up trying to dress him like Jeez. It, was, it was bad oh yeah yeah they don't even know what that ohns is over there in thailand Jeez. <laughs> all right well that's yeah uh, that's crazy. <laughs> that is definitely a crazy uh crazy crazy story john thank you but man. having said that i would most definitely recommend you do the full moon party at least once in your life it was a incredible once in a lifetime experience i would do it again hands down in fact i'm probably going to do it again in january so if the two little j's want to <laughs> elevate Live schoolies to another level yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, come with we'll, me we'll see january Copenhagen. We'll see. I'm looking at moving. To, looking at moving. Looking at moving to Melbourne in January. Why not both? Go via. Let's get us via Thailand. <laughs> just a quick little detour. Yeah, see, all my belongings just down the, the road. <laughs> yeah, just down the road. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, north, north before I go south. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, that I'll leave that on a crazy, yeah. crazy note. Um, yeah. We'll uh, continue our Melbourne extravaganza, our Melbourne bender. Mm. Um, Some more stories to come. More stories to come. We'll um, sure have a wrap up for you uh, in mm -hmm. our next episode just uh, to let you know if uh, anyone did actually uh, die die slash vom 
It's like, what happened to John? If John uh, finally <laughs> yeah, doesn't make it through John? one of these crazy stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks very much, John, for joining us this week. Yeah, thanks, um, thanks, guys. A lot of great stories. Loved it. Um, if you uh, enjoyed this episode, make sure to uh, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, as well as like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all that jazz. Mm. Mm. Yeah, thank you for, for having a listen and um, keep in the loop because uh, we've got some cool things happening. This is episode 11, I think. So 11, legs 11. Yeah. Live to you from Melbourne. That's right. Plenty more to come. Live to you from Melbourne. But we'll speak with you next week. Right. See you next time, guys. See you guys.